Um, hmm, where to begin? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know where to start. It's been complicated over the past six years. Yeah, I think it's a really hard thing to like always be thinking of calories and food in terms of number because like when you're a kid you can just enjoy food and it doesn't like register. And I was talking with you know the other friends and I was like yeah like wasting cal I don't want to waste my calories too early in the day and they're like what the hell does that even mean like how do you waste a calorie and like just like because in my mind it was always like you have this amount allotted and you can't you know go over go under so you have to ration them and they're like it's a like it's food you eat it and then you use it but like it was just so weird like I used to call that my superpower I could literally like I would if you someone would name me a food I could literally tell them like the exact breakdown of how many calories are in it how much fat protein like that was like my quote-unquote superpower I had this idea of like being like you know the skinny kind of white girl yeah so you know coming from kind of a low income first generation american background um and trying to kind of fit into these ideals that i saw on you know my tv screen and my laptop screen um it definitely created a complex and i ended up developing really severe body dysmorphia in middle school yeah i guess like i remember very specifically one time like my grandma had made a comment about me not being able to wear a certain skirt a pencil skirt that i was really excited to wear because i had a belly and so that was like literally like the beginning the pen like the beginning of my journey my very negative journey with food and then I guess soccer was a huge part of like just growing up and everything. So then watching like everyone else maybe like grow out of their like baby fat, quote unquote, but like just cause my body was not built for that, that definitely probably played a role into it as well too, yeah. It's very interesting, the relationship between like sport and athleticism versus food. It's very easy to get warped. I like gained a lot of weight and then I lost some again because the pendulum kind of kind of swung the other way and I said you know maybe it's better to be a little thinner um like I I've maybe been a little bit nihilistic in terms of or at least at that time I was in, in terms of my health it was always kind of in the background you know like never severe enough for me to think that I needed like any type of professional help for um but almost like you said too there's a point where it's manageable it was like oh it's not a big deal I just remember like looking at that scale like religiously like every single day I would be like stepping on it after every meal on it I I think there were times like I used to pass out because I was too afraid of water weight like I wouldn't even want to drink water to add on to that scale like, so that time was like really bad for my eating disorder I was like um like binging and purging a lot you know it was in all you can eat dining hall right so i just ate i just ate loads i would spend loads of time at the dining hall and like people would come in they'd have their food they'd go back to their dorm and i'd still be there when the next group of people came in one week in particular where i was like really going through it um restricting a lot i hadn't like eaten in days um and i told myself okay like Tomorrow morning for breakfast, I'll have this Pop-Tart. Um, tomorrow morning came, obviously didn't eat it. And I just spent hours like looking at it, <laughs> like not even like 
like just like looking at it um and then finally i like, bought it to my sister and i was like do you want it and it was literally like a small piece of pot tart like half a pot tart <laughs> and i couldn't like eat it and i brought it to my sister like hey do you want to have this and then she looked at me and was like no like you haven't eaten in days like you need to eat it and i didn't realize she had noticed that <laughs> um and i I went back into my room and then she came into mine and she was like, are you okay? And I just like broke down and like started crying and I was like, like, I think I have an eating disorder. I, I tend to project as like a confident person, especially like I'm like really ironically body positive. Like <laughs> people who have eating disorders tend to be very good at like hiding it. I like it's you can't tell by looking at someone if someone has an eating disorder. In this younger space, there there are expect there are societal expectations about what a man should be doing and, and should have done already. That I think people have an easier time like looking the other way about when it's when it when it has to do with, with a female identifying person mm -hmm. so i mean female identifying people have have a lot of other issues to deal with but but this is one that that i that i have to deal with absolutely i think people very much do have that like ballerina image of like models and victoria's secret angles you know image of people with eating disorders but i think you know a lot where people struggle with eating disorders So to, you mentioned um, how your mom um, sort of controlled your food intake when you were younger. Part of like the kind of, you know, people of color slash immigrant experience, like in their culture is like mental health isn't really a thing. It's not really something people talk about. It's very taboo. Um, so when she was growing up, um, she went through a very like traumatic childhood and stuff. Um, and because we had a, you know, comparatively like softer and easier life, um, she didn't, you know, think there was enough reason for us to be su suffering from like mental illnesses and stuff like that. Because it's like, oh, you have, you know, a roof over your head. Like there are, and they're def it's definitely true. There are people who, you know, are worse off than you. So why do you have this, you know, rich person's problem? Like this is such a rich person's problem. Just get over it. But a lot of times, eating disorders too, they're very connected with trauma and things like that. So it becomes not only hard to deal with it, but also hard to reach out for help, so. I think definitely my parents, I don't I, I don't even think I've told my family the full story. Like, I feel like my family is just very judgmental in general and they just would not understand. So I just shied away. We don't, mental health is not really a conversation in my family. There are like a lot of other disordered eating patterns that aren't anorexia, but anorexia gets like anorexia and bulimia get most of the attention. So I feel like um, ethnos and like other, and orthorexia and other types of eating disorders are often um, discounted. I also think that something that society encourages is like when girls who are larger to begin with um, come out about under eating or say that they have had an eating disorder people tend to encourage disordered eating patterns in larger people because they think that like the, the one goal of being a larger person should be to become a smaller person so i think like eating disorders and like diet culture and intermittent fasting and all of that like promoting bigger girls um to have eating disorder is 
a really like devastating thing that um that a lot of girls fall fall victim to so recovery is like not linear or anything but I'm just like at that point now uh, these many years later like trying to like finally figure it out for myself now that I'm like on my own.